Let's thank him for where God is taking us to. Let's appreciate him and bless his name and say, Lord, we are grateful. This is the month of August, and August is going to an end. A month of new beginning. Let's appreciate him and thank him and say, Lord, we will not be disappointed, we will not be frustrated this year. It shall be our year of overflowing grace and abundant mercy. Father, we thank you for all that you are doing, all that you will do, all that you will still do for us this year. Thank you, Father. Your miracle is still available. Your blessing is still available. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you the glory. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for this month of August. It has been an awesome month for us. Our month of a wonderful new beginning. And Lord, you have given us a new beginning. And we are trusting you that we continue to progress and make wonderful use of this new beginning in Jesus' name. We pray tonight, Lord, that you bless us. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice. And let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church say, believe in amen. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. We are reading John chapter 10, verse 10 tonight. Anointing for new beginning. Anointing of grace for new beginning. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The first translation says, I have come so that they may have life with joy and abundance. I have come so that they may have life with joy and abundance. And that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. May you have a life that is full of joy. You are not saying amen very well. And a life that is full of abundance. You will not lack any good thing in Jesus name. Jesus said when the thief come, the thief has come to steal your blessing. But when he comes, he has come to give you blessing. He has come to give you a life that is full of joy, that is full of glory, and that is full of abundance. That is a life you enjoy in the name of Jesus. Jesus has come to give us a new beginning. Revelation chapter 3 verse 8, the Bible says, Revelation chapter 3 verse 8 says what? 3 verse 8, I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, you have kept my word, and have not denied my name. May the Lord set an open door for you in the name of Jesus. A life of blessing, a life of fruitfulness, a life of increase in the name of Jesus. Say, believing, amen. One of the ways of you getting a new beginning is by having opportunity. When new opportunity comes, 
you have a new beginning. That's why I'm trusting God that God will give you a new opportunity tonight in Jesus' name. There's an opportunity to be blessed, an opportunity to be promoted, an opportunity to be known, an opportunity to enjoy a new thing. Anytime you see an opportunity, new beginning start. Luke chapter 10, blind Bartimaeus heard about Jesus and cried, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. And Pam, what really happened? Jesus healed him and a new beginning just begin. Opportunity is what gives birth to a new beginning. And it is not as if that you are going to be waiting for an opportunity. If you want to enjoy constant new beginning, constant freshness, constant life, constant joy, a life of abundance, you have to create opportunity. The problem with so many of us is that we don't know how to create opportunity. Even we are non-existed. You must learn the creativity or the craft or the skill of creating opportunity. And tonight, if I can finish, fine. If I cannot finish, I'll continue on Sunday. I'll give you 12 ways to create an opportunity even when they don't seem to exist. Because it is opportunity that gives birth to a new beginning. Number one way by which you create opportunity is by paying attention to opportunity in what you are hearing. Most time, informations are carriers of opportunity. Informations, they are carriers of opportunity. That is why in Luke chapter 8 verse 18, the Bible says, take it. In other words, pay attention to what you hear. He said, those two that has more be given to them. A lot of you think that blessing, they are both, they are all, all the way around, they are far. But most of the time, opportunity come through information. When you pay attention to information and see the opportunity in what you are hearing, you can be blessed. Mark chapter 5 verse 25. The Bible says the woman with the issue of blood heard about Jesus and she saw Jesus was passing. And she said in her heart, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. But she has heard something. Blind Bartimaeus in Luke chapter 10 has heard also about Jesus and said, if, if that is the Jesus of Nazareth that is passing, I will cry to him to help me. When you close your ears, you are closing your life to opportunity that God has prepared. And what do you do when you are listening? You are listening to opportunity around what you are hearing. You are not just listening passively. You are listening with an intention to grasp something, to get an advantage. So, and if somebody is talking, by the time he has stopped for three minutes, and you can't pick something around what he's saying, he's probably gossiping. He doesn't have something valuable. Quickly close your ear. Well, I was telling my wife this morning that even when I watch film, I don't watch film in suspense. I skip. I skip to the end. Skip. I want to see what is happening. What is happening? I want to see what is happening. And I don't watch fresh football again. I don't watch it. I watch the play. I will have known what is happening. I, won't, I don't want to waste my years. I want to see whether I can pick revelation. I can pick opportunity. I can pick blessing. I can pick connection. Don't just come to church also with the mindset of let them pour everything on me. Be attentive to see whether God has something to say to you in what God is saying. That's the way to get opportunities in life. If you are somebody that can pay attention to looking for opportunity in what you are hearing, you will discover that life is full of opportunity. It's not full of disadvantages. In fact, this generation is blessed. The problem is that they close their ears. If you listen very well, okay, let me give you this, this uh, example. 
when we went to Ibadan for the wedding, they said, the card, they are going to give us a card that will grant us access into the reception. So I told my wife, where is the card? He said, they have reserved three for us. I said, three, three K. What about those people that said they are coming to join us in Ibadan? It's okay. I will call the, the mother of the bride. So she called. The person was not picking. So she sent a test. I need extra more. I need six. And she said, when we get to the reception, uh, she's going to give her. I said, okay, there's no problem. So if those, our visitors come, because when we're in Ibadan, some people know that we're in Ibadan, and they might come to visit us, we actually allow them to enter, we get it in. I said, okay, meanwhile, I want to visit my friend. Take the three card and give it to three that are around. My wife and two other people, let them go. When I call you, just give me the card. And maybe those people will arrive. So my wife started calling. They've been asking after you. And she said something. She said, they said, even your personal recognition. If your husband stands at the door and say, personal recognition. I've never had anything like that before. They will allow him to enter. It's not somebody like him that they will say they are denied access because he doesn't have card. I thought that wedding is classic. That it doesn't have a personal recognition. No car, no entrance. Because of all these uh, empty bodyguard and security people around. I said, okay, so I'm coming. So as I was arriving the venue, those two people that wanted to greet us, said, ah, daddy, daddy. I said, okay, come, come, come. They said, I would like to see mommy. I said, she's inside. I didn't have card. The couple also did not have card. But I remember the word of my wife that said, even your personal recognition will grant you access. So I went and I moved. And when those bodyguards, I was holding two of them, when the man said, where's your card? I said, personal recognition. I heard from her. I never done that before. And they said, oh, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Enter. And I carried the two of them inside. Because I heard that I was hearing it for the first time from her. I thought you should be a gentleman when you see every bodyguard and the protocol. If somebody has told me I can use my personal recognition, I would say it's a lie. I use it, they enter. And when I was going out, all of them were saying, welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. So I gave them 2,000. I said, okay, you recognize me. So I should do you well. So you have to look for opportunity in what you are hearing. No matter what is happening to you. Don't just say, there's nobody around. There's nothing around. Somebody will give you the right information at the right time. That you will need. That you need to speak. But if you close your ear and you say, there is nothing around, you will not hear anything you need to use. What you are going to use to create opportunity is in what you hear. Are you listening to me now? So take heed of what you hear. Make sure you are hearing something that is benefiting you. And as you are hearing those things, that information that is benefiting you, you can use that information to request for things or to create a new order in your life. See, Pastor, I hear Okay, number two instruments to create opportunity. I'm going to give you two so are very fast. It's by paying attention to what you see. I say being observant. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 24 says, Wisdom is before him that have understanding. In other words, if you're observant, you will see opportunity around you very easily. Wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding, but the eyes of a fool are on the hands of the heart. In other words, another time I say, wisdom is before him that have understanding. If you are very observant, even around you, around you, you will see opportunity. If you are very observant, 
just beyond. You can look around, you'll be surprised. Samson was uh, bombarded by Hami against him and they tie him in a rope and deliver him as a Christmas package to his enemy. 300 men were shouting at him. And as they were shouting, the Bible said the anointing of all his life was increasing. And he saw the jawbone of an ass freshly laid down there. God has preserved that fresh jawbone. And with that fresh job of an ass, he slew 300 men. Most of the time, when opportunity are before, we don't even see it. We don't see it. You need to open your eyes and see, is there any opportunity around now? Is there any opportunity around now me? Around my location? Open your eyes and see opportunity. Most of us, we pass through opportunity. Do you know some people can come to this church and not see anything? They don't see connection. They don't see help. They don't see school. They don't see job. They don't see faithfulness. I'm just praying. It is not enough to pray. You need to see the opportunity that God has prepared for you. You need to see something that God... If you open your eyes and you are observant, you will see opportunity. Opportunity is before him that have understanding. If you can see, your eyes will locate opportunity around you. There are opportunity around you. There are opportunity everywhere. Oh, it's in Lagos. It's also here. So, because even in Lagos, there are poor people. And if you open your eyes, you also see opportunity that will do you well here. There are lot and lot of opportunity about what you can do, even around you. Second King chapter 4, the man of God said to the widow, he said, what is it that you have? In your, look around you. Look around you and see opportunity. You can create opportunity by what you see. You can create opportunity also by what you say. You can create opportunity by what you say. He say, life and death, they are in the power of the tongue. Light, I think Proverbs 18, 29. Life and death, they are in the power of the tongue. Those who are not to use it, they will create opportunity with their tongue. They will, they, will, they will create opportunity with what they are saying. Be mindful of what you say. Don't say what you don't mean. Do not say what you don't mean. Be creative in your word. Be creative in your word. Be positive in your word. Be somebody that is using his or her word positively to create opportunity and connection. There are some people that we just speak once. Okay, Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life and the power of the tongue and those who have it will eat its fruit. Number 14, 28. As I hear them say my hearing, that's what I will do unto them. You can write it down. If you are careless with what you are speaking, you can be sure that your word will be used against you in the nearest future. But if you are very positive in your language, you can be sure your word also will create avenue of opportunity for you. Use your word constructively. Use your word to create opportunity. There are men in the Bible that by their words, they attract friends. First Samuel chapter 18 verse 1. They asked David, who are you? And David said, I am this, I am that. And the soul of Jonathan knitted with him as his own soul. And he loved him to death. He loved him. And now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Part of the reason why Jonathan loved him was the way he talked. The way you talk, the way you talk matter. The way you talk and attract people 
the way you talk also can taste people away. In fact, most of the time, you don't know that people actually know your character by the way you talk. They may not know your character through your attitude, through what you have done, but the way you talk. You don't talk as if I don't, I don't, I don't fear anybody. That in itself will make people feel that you don't respect anybody. That's what you are saying. And they will run away from you. But you can say that thing in, a normal, in another way and say it in such a way that we create an attention that you are very submissive. You have to be very careful the way you construct your word. Your word is actually creating your life or destroying your life. It can make or mar you. So be careful the way you say things. You don't say things the way you feel. You say things the way you want the other person to feel. Use your word to create an opportunity for yourself. To create friends and not enemy. Use your word to create enemy. You can use your word to create opportunity. Okay? You can create opportunity with your approach to people. Your approach. Your approach and attitude. They are also important. Your approach to people. Your approach to people. And one of the things that creates opportunity for people is respect. Respect. You can, you can decide to respect everybody. You respect for their age. Just respect people. You know, people love people that give honor. And when you give honor to them, they will give honor back to you. It's not about your age. Because this is not your family. This is not a place where we are relating with. This is brother, this uncle. As far as the church is concerned, you are brother and sister. The Bible says, treat an elderly man as a father. Treat a younger sister. Not as a maid, but as a sister. Treat a younger brother as a brother. The Bible has a way of the way we should approach ourselves when we come to church. We should approach ourselves with respect. It doesn't mean we should not be friendly, but we should cultivate an habit of respect. When Boaz met Ruth in Ruth chapter 2, and he said to Ruth, ah, Ruth is so so person. Boaz knew that she was very close, but Ruth does not know. But Ruth said, Boaz said, all that you have done for your mother-in-law have been reported to me. Please, don't leave my fine yard. If you are hungry, come and take food. If you are thirsty, come and drink. The Bible says she bowed herself to the ground and thanked him. I said, why did you recognize me? Don't you know that I'm a stranger? The attitude of acceptance. You know, at times, you are trying to cancel people and the way to talk to you, you feel embarrassed. That attitude was an attitude of respect. And that was the same attitude that was in Abigail. Attitude matter and your approach to life. People will not give you an excuse about what you are going through. It is your first impression that can make the difference. So create an attitude of respect to everybody around you. Because with that attitude, you are creating an opportunity for yourself. Either now or in future. You approach. And if, when you now said that, Boaz now said, Red, let bundles of grain fall for her on purpose. It was her attitude. Apart from the, people, the fact that people said that this was the one that came with Naomi. And she has been picking leftover grain since. And then she has not even taken rest. Oh, you are doing that for your mother-in-law? Despite the fact that your mother-in-law does not have hope of giving you a husband. May the Lord reward you. In whose side you have come to find refuge. She was thankful. She did not say before uncle. Uh, 
What about all those lagido that have been passing that they don't even recognize people? She did not say that. She took that greeting as a sign of respect. See, when somebody that is important come down to your level, that does not mean that they are your level, they are your mate. If you take it anyhow, it can shut the door. But if you take that respect and you reciprocate it with another respect, ah, it can open a bigger door for you. An approach of gratitude and an approach of humility. Okay, create opportunity also with what you have, especially your money and investment or property. When every money that you have is an opportunity, don't think that uh, what can this money buy? It's an opportunity. Somebody can give you something big because you have a little saving. Money is an opportunity, property is an opportunity, land is an opportunity. Don't say, like Esau, of what value is this opportunity to me? Every opportunity you have, little thing that is in your hand, can turn to millions and can create doors for you. Little thing. Little thing like this. Some years back, I had a saving. And I was thinking I'm going to use that saving to buy my first car in the Bonshaw. I was saving. And then it was difficult to save. And when I say difficult to save, I mean that my salary was small. My wife's salary was small. We do not have a desirable car. We are carrying on about about everywhere. I was having 3,000 plus. My wife also was having 3,000 plus. And most cars around that time, that is Tokumbo, it's around 140, 150,000. So for somebody, a couple that is earning 6,000 naira, you know, saving up to that level is a lot of money. So I was trusting God for windfall and ability to save one or to save little. So I saved because any extra thing that comes in, I don't touch it. And I was blessed. And I saved up to that 70,000 that I've dedicated for the car. I tried. But that money was important in my hand. So one day, my neighbor came to me. I rented a, a, a house where we had four flats. My next neighbor was a banker with every bank then. I was in this house. Other people were upstairs. He came to me and said, there's one person, a dealer, that came. He wants to sell his car. And the car is to Kubo. Pastor, you need this car. I said, how much is it? He said, ah, it's 135000 I said, 135 I don't have that kind of money. He said, no. I will negotiate with him. The money that you have can pay his overdraft. In those days, dealer used to take money from the bank. They will promise them that when they return from Kutoni or from anywhere, they will pay back. He said, I know how much he's owing. I know how much he's owing. I said, how much is he owing? He said, 75000 He said, if you can pay 75000 I will ask him to give you the car. In fact, the money, because if he doesn't pay this money today or tomorrow, that money will attract interest that is big. It will be a problem. So they took me to AfriBank, and I was like a savior instead of a debtor. I wrote a check of 75000 And in the presence of the banker, the manager, and my neighbor, they gave me the key. When I drove the car, my wife said, I said, lie, lie. You can't buy this. Because then, when you buy Tokubo car, you will look you as a big god. I said, you know, the man is owing. I bail him out. So I'm now owing 50000 I said, 50000 where will you get 50,000? I said, God will do it. 
So the man gave me the paper. And I carried it in. And the man asked, okay, now that you have bailed us out, when I pay the remaining, I say, I don't know. He said, I am a law. They don't buy him. And I said, Mahari, Mahari, don't worry. I started thinking that God can do it. But that money that I had in my hand that time, will work gave me the opportunity to buy that car. If you don't have CV, you will not be able to create opportunity when opportunity comes. Even as we are talking now, there will be somebody that is traveling that needs to sell his car. The car worth three million, but because he needed one million, and he feel that he cannot be abroad and be driving a car, you say to buy the one million now. You just hear it, and once you hear it, you can buy it. People can sell even house, they can sell even land. Once they feel that what they are going to do, worth it. And before you know it, because you have a little saving, you'll be able to create opportunity around what you have. What you have is important to create opportunity. So you must have something. I'm not saying you have a whole house or have a whole building, but know what you have. And you, even the relationship can help you to create an opportunity. Use what you have to create an opportunity for yourself. The widow said, I had a small oil. And most of the time, when God wants to create provision for people, he will ask you, what do you have? So that I can multiply it. I pray that whatever you have, the Lord will use it to create an opportunity for you in Jesus' name. Create an opportunity with your service or sacrifice or work. What you have done for people can create opportunity for you. Especially when you have done it well. And I'm telling you, I was telling the students that are preparing for teaching practice that they do not do the work because they say there is no money there. I say where you are serving Somebody is watching you that is capable of rewarding you. Use every service you have to create an opportunity for yourself. Is there is no reward anywhere. Is a lie. There is a reward in every service. Even in the choir. You never know who are watching you. You never know. But some people are capable of rewarding you and they are watching you. And God is also watching you. If you are the person that constantly, constantly slothful, when it comes to the things of God, people are also watching you. But when you are somebody that is passionate, you do things very well, somebody is watching you. Whatever you are doing, you do it well as unto the Lord. And the Lord that sees in secret, he will reward you openly. If for any chance, and I mean this, you have any opportunity to lead praises, let it be ever on earth. Do it well. Believe that the king of kings is watching and serve God with your heart. Let people know that you have poured your heart out to do what you have done. That's why I was grateful to David for the way he led the special number of, of the choir on Sunday. And I think jokingly I was telling either Sheyi or, or you that I've never seen that form before of David. I love the way he carried himself, the way he sank, the voice and everything. And one of them said to me, say, Ko sonara, I said, it shows. It should be rewarded. Yes. Without paper, like he flew that song as his own song. There is a reward for every service. Service, what you have done for somebody can create an opportunity for you. Every opportunity you have, either to minister or to do something, you are creating an opportunity for yourself without knowing. Do it well. Do it well. 
don't don't do hide and seek and don't do eye service don't do eye service if to the extent of cleaning the grant look at the grant now the grant is clean because some people came here and mobbed the ground before we enter if they are mobbing because there is no supervisor like this as you are seated you'll be seeing dust this and you say ah and if you need somebody to recommend or where somewhere to go, you'll not be happy. There is reward in every service and sacrifice. The Bible says God is not ungodly, that He will not reward your service. Say, do not be weary in well doing, for in due season you will reap the reward if we faint not. So some of you. Coming to church is a sacrifice. I've shared this story with you before. I said there was this is my son, me, that was coming from around Africa when we had church in Okefia. He will trek because he doesn't have money. He has finished service here. There was no job and he was learning all this networking computer. He will trek from Africa. You know, Africa side is a longer ibadan. He will trek to Okefia with one t shirt. There was a day, mommy said, ah. He changed this set now. And one of our friends, his friend, came to us and said, Mommy, could me? He can't manage. But I had it. They may think I didn't hear. I had that word. I said, Okay. He doesn't have anyone. Mommy, I had it. And we trek. And if you see the brother was trekking, even one of his legs was not balanced. But yet he was trekking. We trek and we buy gala and a bottle of coke. Most of the time, we are fellowship on Wednesday like this. He will come in the morning, we collect the key and stay in the church till evening. We rock the church, there were AC there too, but not as big as this. Maybe one of us or one of our four. So he will sleep, he will pray, make the church environment clean. And one of the days, he told me his unbeliever friend came to him and said, you are wasting your life. What reward does pastor have to give you? Instead of you looking for a job in Lagos, you'll be checking and be coming to church and be cleaning the church. And I also had it. And most of the things that I hear, I used to pray. And I was thinking, God, is he just having you? And God gave me an idea. Invite this your son to come to church. Ask him to come and preach. Give him a topic. And tell him at the end, you are inviting him for this person to employ him. So I call him. And I said, How many people do you employ in your company? He said, 22. He said, hey, Daddy, why are you asking? I said, I'm asking because I want to come and talk on how to do business. He said, Which kind of topic is that? I said, Come on a Sunday. Well, I want to do an interview for some people. I want them to join your staff. I was asking for that program out of a boarding for him. But I also invited some other people that have physics, computer, and he studied agronomy. Studied agronomy, but he was learning computer. So I invited him. I did not listen to his message because I knew this man was doing what I was doing. Do business, don't do business. And at the end, I said, if you are looking for a job in the area of computer or software, wait behind. And he waited. I've already told him. He did the interview. And he passed. And it took only him. I didn't tell him that it's the only him he should take. He said, 
I find him most interesting. One other person read computer. The other person read physics. But he took the one that read agronomy and took him to Lagos. He story changed see, today. Create opportunity with your service. If for any reason we give you the key of the church, open it on time. Open it because you never know how God is going to reward you. Zachariah, the father of John, it was his duty to pray for the people to go to the holiness of holy. And as he was doing it, God appeared to him and told him that his own prayer has been answered. Not the prayer I was offering to the people. And there, Pam, his answer came. If we know the kind of opportunity that are around service and sacrifice to the Lord, we will do more. Ah, we will do much more. There's an opportunity around it. There's nothing you do for the Lord today. You are not actually helping God. Because if you fought, God is God. If you don't fought, God is still God. If you praise him, he's God. If you don't praise him, God is God. If you say, let all of us join to abuse him, it doesn't move him. Whatever service or sacrifice you have done for the Lord, you have actually done it for yourself. You should consider it a position of honor when they call you to serve the king of kings. If, let's look at it this way. If President Tinubu invites you in your own level, that look, somebody told me about you, I find you worthy to come and be a personal advisor to me on public affairs. I want to know what is happening on the grassroots. Will you not do thanksgiving for all of us? Will you try now? Because you consider it a thing of honor that the number one citizen of this country is inviting you to come and serve in that capacity. How much more when God, the Almighty, the owner of everyone and earth, is inviting you to serve him in any capacity. You should consider it a thing of honor. And you do it well. Because once you serve him well, you are creating an opportunity for yourself. Create, number what now? I said I'm going to give you 12. Create opportunity with time investment. Time should not be wasted. Is that you are reading or you are learning or you are doing something that will add to your life in future. Help us, Psalm 90 verse 12, to number our days so that we may apply our path to wisdom. Psalm 90 verse 12. I think Psalm 90 verse 12. So make sure that you are not wasting time. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. What the Bible is saying that you should invest time. Don't create a gap of wasting time. If you are reading, make sure you are reading, you are reading, you are reading. If you are learning, make sure you are learning, you are learning. Make sure your time on, on heart is counting on investment. It's not a wasteful time. Are you listening to me now? So if you say, I don't know what is happening. It's because we have wasted a lot of time. Do you know there are some people, there are some people, I'm just saying this, there are some people, if you pray now, if they come up here and say, ah, may the God Almighty bless the work of your hand, increase you, and bless you abundantly, I pray that you become rich and be blessed. They will just laugh. Pastor, I pray for our mommy. If you call somebody that is very old, and you are praying that kind of prayer for him, you say, I want money, care, my bag, but do I have food? Can't they? Say, Mama, Sakirin, say, 
there is a time you cannot walk again. Even when they are praying for the work of your hand, the work of your hand will not matter because even your hand and your leg, they are weak. Yes, that is the truth. There is time for everything. Create time. Create opportunity with time investment. Make sure you are constantly investing your time. Either in gaining knowledge or you are learning something because it is the time you have invested in something that will create opportunity for you. Don't waste time. Create opportunity with time that you have. Don't just move around. Move around parties. You are not gaining anything. If you have any opportunity to study, to do something, to increase your value, make sure you are creating opportunity with the time investment. Before you know what is happening, it will yield. That your investment will yield one day. You are young. As you are not investing now, what will you invest? Opportunity with your time investment. Okay, number what now? Number eight. Create opportunity with what you believe. If you are somebody that believes in the grace of God, create opportunity with it. I know God will help me. I know my Redeemer will save me. I know I will finish well. I know I will not die prematurely. Always create opportunity around what you believe. What you believe matters. What you believe. They are either forming your own opinion and at the same time forming your own future. What, don't say I can believe anything. If you believe anything, you become nothing. The gospel has power for everyone that believes. In fact, Jesus Christ came to save everyone that believes. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. That whosoever believes, believe is number one stepping stone to have an opportunity. So, your heart of faith is important. Don't be passive if you are in church. Is it that you believe what we are preaching or you don't believe it at all? And if you believe it, create opportunity around it. This is what I believe. This is what I have been taught. And this is what will happen to me. If you are somebody that I see, I don't believe everything that they teach in church. Do you believe? You are wasting your time. Because your opportunity surrounds your faith. The just shall live by faith. Because it's with that belief system you are going to create opportunity for yourself. You are going to keep saying what you believe. Knowingly or knowingly. And it will reflect in your life. Second King chapter 7 verse 4. 2 King chapter 7 verse 4. I like 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 4 because the leprous people said if we go to the city they will show us favor. Let's try something. If you also believe that grace of God will work, whatever God has spoken to you or directed you to do, you will do it with faith. Create opportunity with what you believe. Create opportunity also with the technology around you. That is number what? You have phone. Create opportunity with the technology around you. Phone is a technology. Television is a technology. Every opportunity you have around you. Technology, there are tools that create opportunity these days. I was speaking to... Not if my father is daughter, the electrical engineer, as he said, Tosi. She says she's doing something or, or either marketing on Facebook. I can't remember. 
they will just give a product. They will say, just help us comment that the product is good. They are selling that clothes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, this and that. And you are following that they pay her like 20000 every month for commenting. I say, ah, they pay people for comment. Do they pay people that read? He said, they don't pay people that read, though. <laughs> the people that comment, there's something that is said, either marketing or something. She explained it to me. They pay. A group of people, they just pay. That anytime we put out a product, comment. She explained it to me, but I cannot remember very well. Just recently, also, I saw some people advertising athlete marketing. I don't know what it's all about. It's a product you are marketing. You see your followers, put it on your Facebook and something like that. We have this technology around right now. Somebody went to a function. I was watching it on Facebook. Yes, yes, it said, I did a function about you. Facebook, And he posted it. And we have over 3,000 fewer. Just by saying the story, I'm going to say, Wally, where I'm going to say, Almost everything online is now attracting followers. He did not do anything. He just went to another person's function. And Sarah said, He was just doing something like that. And he posted it. He posted it. And people are commenting, they were watching. And so they said, Uli, Uli, Uli. He now didn't know what to fetch his power, or Facebook, Abby. Go to the follower. That's to tell you that people are using technology. The phone that you use and the only thing you pay one that went up there. So people are actually using it to do some things. Do some things. Use technology around you to create opportunity for yourself. Use technology. Use the WhatsApp. Use the internet that you have on your phone to create opportunity and know what you are doing. Okay, number what now? Okay. Create opportunity with every step of faith that you take. Create opportunity with every step of faith. You know, take a step of faith and use it to create opportunity. Every step of faith, create opportunity around it. You know, every step of faith will always give you an experience because you have not done it before. It's just a step of faith. Coming to church tonight is a step of faith. You have never been here like this before. Create opportunity around it. Maximize it. As I take the Holy Communion, I'll be blessed. Get a new experience that you can use to fight your battle. Okay, number what now? Create opportunity with the miracle that you have received. Testify about it. If God has performed miracle in your life, say it again and again and repeat it. The Lord was with me. The Lord helped me. The Lord did this thing for me. And when you are creating opportunity around the miracle that you have received, a lot of people we enjoy it. Okay? You are creating opportunity for yourself. Finally, create opportunity with the master key, which is God. The presence of God in your life. True prayer. True prayer. A lot of you think that you are helpless, but by being the presence of God, you have the master key. And the master key can open any door, which is God. Ah, no, I'm disadvantaged. You are not disadvantaged if you have God. Create opportunity with it. God is in this place. Whatever it is that bothers you, pray about it. And as you are talking about it, 
God will turn what you have to what you need. Moses, God appeared to Moses in the jungle. And the Lord said to Moses, I have called you to be a deliverer for my people. And Moses said, what do I have? Who am I? I'm even a stammerer. He was complaining about himself. And God said, what is it in your hand? He said, a stick. God said, drop it down. He dropped the stick. The stick turned to snake. What God was telling Moses that, whatever you have in your hand, I, as long as I'm in your life, I can use it for anything that you want. Anything. God in your life is the master key of opportunity. God that's in your life is the master key. All you have to say is, Lord, ah, I'm about to be embarrassed. And the little thing that you have will turn to a miracle. And Moses moved with that stick. What God was preaching to Moses is that I'm in your life. I am that I am. I am everything you need me to be. I am the master key. When you turn to me, every door that you want to be open will be open. Whatever you want me to do for you, I can do it for you. I can be your healer. I can be your savior. I can be your provider. I can be your helper. I can be your connector. I can do anything. There is nothing impossible with me. I am the master key in your life. Use that master key, which is God factor, to create opportunity for yourself. That is, even if all that I've said tonight has failed, you want to hear opportunity, you didn't hear it. You want to see opportunity, you did not see it. You want to taste of step of faith, it's impossible. You want people to help you, nobody is helping you. Now you are before God. Even in your emptiness, God will make a way for you. Isaiah 43 verse 18. That's what God factor is saying. Put on Isaiah 43 verse 18 and we are going to pray now. Isaiah 43 verse 18. Creating opportunity is what gives back to new beginning. And you must create it all the time. When you don't know what to do. Do not remember the former things. Nor consider the things of old. Verse 19. Put on verse 19. Verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now is I spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a will a old in what you are doing. Don't let us talk as somebody without hope that does not have God. Let's use the master key to create the opportunity for ourselves. Rise up on your feet. As many of you that are born again, I've taught you tonight on how to create opportunity for yourself. Raise your hands to heaven. Quickly, let's do quickly. Say, Father, I will hear opportunity in the name of Jesus. I will use the anointing of hearing. I will hear something that will help me to create opportunity. I will pay attention to what I see. I will pay attention to what I say. I will pay attention to what I have. I will use my service and sacrifice to create opportunity. I will create opportunity with my time investments. I will create opportunity with what I believe. I will create opportunity with technology around me. I will create opportunity with the miracle that I've received. I will create opportunity with every step of faith. I'm going to create opportunity with the master key, which is God in my life. I cannot be stranded. I don't know about you, but I can never be stranded. God is in me and is my solution provider. I will never be stranded. He will help me and I will achieve much 
I will not be helpless. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. I cannot be stranded. The God factor will help me. The grace factor will help me. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is my healer. God is my savior. In the name of Jesus. Raise your two hands to heaven. Stand on your faith and raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Lord, I receive grace to create opportunity all the time. In the name of Jesus. He is my present help in time of need. God is my present help. I will create opportunity that will allow me to enjoy this life. Enough opportunity that will make me enjoy this life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive grace to create opportunity all around me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I cannot be stranded. This will not be hard for me. In the name of Jesus, are you praying for yourself at all? If you have God, go ahead and pray. This is my season. This is my hour. This is my turn. This is my opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive grace to create opportunity with the master key. In the name of Jesus, I will not be embarrassed. I don't know about you, but I will not be embarrassed this season. People will not mock me. My enemy will not mock me. God is on my side. Favor is on my side. Opportunity is on my side. Answer prayer is on my side. The power of God is at work in me. I will not be embarrassed. If you pray very well, God will be ministering to you. He will show you light in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? God is my light and my salvation. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to create opportunity. Even where there is no opportunity, I will create opportunity with my word. I will create opportunity with what I see. I will create opportunity with what I hear. I'm going to create opportunity with my faith. I will create opportunity with technology. I'm going to create opportunity all around me. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is life of God in me. I have the power of creativity. So I'm going to create opportunity and I will not be stranded in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. They told Joseph, they say we have heard that God is in you and God will give you interpretation of the dream that I have dreamt. And David and Joseph did a good job. He interpreted the dream but he also created a vacancy for somebody important. That's a, an intelligent person. He interpreted the dream. God has shown you a dream, but you need a man that will help you fulfill the dream. There will be seven years of farming. There will be seven years of abundance. A man that will preserve crop is important. And the king said, who is that man except you? And he was promoted from the prison to be the prime minister. You will not solve problems in vain. Amen. We are problem solver. We are problem solver. You are going to people, I know your problem. I will solve the problem. And there will be a reward. That is the life of people that create opportunity. People that watch life. Life just pass them by. They say there is nothing that is working. 
If your life will work, you have to create opportunity around your life. You have to create opportunity. If you are not creating opportunity, don't blame the government. Don't blame anybody. You have to create opportunity around your life. The wisdom of God, you create opportunity. And when you create opportunity, everything around you will flow. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the heaven by his understanding what had come down from heaven. God designed gravity. He created everything that is working. If you want your own kingdom to work too, you have to create opportunity around it. Beginning from tonight, you will never lack opportunity. When you wake up, you will have opportunity. When you are going to work, you have opportunity. Whatever you lay your hand upon will work. You will see opportunity. I anoint you today. What other people do not see, you will see it. God told me some years back, I've given you the ability to see what other people do not see. And that is my belief. I will see what others don't see. I will see opportunity. Where other people are saying, there is no opportunity. Raise your hands to heaven. I receive grace to see opportunity. Where people are saying, there is no opportunity. I receive grace to see opportunity in Nigeria. Receive grace to see opportunity in Osun State. Receive grace to see opportunity in Oshobo. I receive how we see opportunity. Opportunity that will give me fulfillment. I will see it. In this my work, I'm going to see it. I'll be happy. I have come so that they may have life. Life of joy and abundance. That is my inheritance. I will have life of joy and abundance. That is what I believe God for. That is what I'm going to have. I'm going to have life of joy and abundance. I will not be frustrated. I will smile all throughout the year. In the name of Jesus. Frustration is not in my book. Frustration will never place in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is opportunity for me here. In the name of Jesus. I will enjoy opportunity and honor. All the days of my life. In the name of Jesus. My clothes is like the clothes of somebody that God has blessed. I will enjoy favor in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. You will never lack opportunity. Opportunity to excel. Receive in the name of Jesus. Opportunity to live a life of joy and abundance. Receive in the name of Jesus opportunity to enjoy open door and open heaven receive in the name of Jesus opportunity to create a new beginning for your life receive in the mighty name of Jesus every years of famine and lack they are over permanently in the name of Jesus I pronounce upon you that you are blessed in Jesus name thank you father in Jesus name we have prayed amen